Welcome back. Welcome back to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy, from Philbilly Moonshine, joined by my co-host, Sean Rigsby, Master Distiller, from the Discovery Channel. Uh, sorry we missed y'all last week. Sean was feeling a little under the weather, so, you know, we uh, can't, yeah. can't do the show without my better half, so... <laughs> I ain't rolling solo. I ain't going through this by myself. I want Sean to experience it with me every time. So, um, you know, we're we're grateful enough to have a guest, um, Cyrus Mason, also known as um, Still in the Clear on TikTok. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yep. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. So, um, tell us about yourself a little bit, there, Cyrus. All right. Wait. Wait. I'm jumping ahead, man. See, I've been off a week, and Shana, mess me up, man. What what you drinking on over there, Cyrus? Uh, actually, you know what? I was kind of setting up at the last minute. And I didn't even uh, didn't even bring a drink with me. I guess I, I do have some uh, some white wheat that I haven't blended yet, though. That works for us. Tell us about that white wheat you got over there. That's uh, for the uh, showdown. Oh, the okay. Competition and. Um, me and my uh, competitor, we decided to do a white wheat whiskey. So, nice. Is that a hundred percent white wheat? Is it all white wheat? Um, no, it's wheat. And you know, I don't know. I might have misunderstood the meaning of white wheat because to me, uh, when you say something is white, that means it's unaged, unbarreled. So. I use yeah. re- I used regular. Uh, I actually used red wheat. Uh, I used wheat from Sticky Creek Malts. He's got a uh, an apple smoked wheat. And I is that uh, John John Miller? Is that who that is? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yep. And uh, I used his. I also got my. It's so we did 55 percent wheat, thirty five percent. Barley and then ten percent rye. Nice. You know, I like wheat. I talk about it all the time. I like wheat. Um, I like me a red wheat. I like a red wheat. Um, you know, the problem with white wheat. There, there's a a good strain of Ohio white wheat out there that is really nice. Yeah. Uh, what you drinking on over, there, Sean? Well, what you washing down? Whatever the hell you're eating on. With a bush light, I already knew it was a bush light apple. <laughs> it's always a damn bush light apple. What, what are you gonna do when they don't sell it anymore? Um, you gonna take up beer making and make your own? No, I'll just uh flavor the bush light as apple uh, somehow. Okay, don't don't blow <laughs> apple juice in there and just call it a day, huh? I don't know about apple juice, but we'll figure something <laughs> out. But no, I'm uh sipping on that and also. Jimmy Jacks's Cooper Creek's watermelon. Nah, man, it's a I collaboration. Try... Go ahead. I ain't try the watermelon. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, collaboration with uh, Rodney and Margie. Okay, it's pretty good. It's. Uh... Their... Go ahead. I had their peach. I I tried their. Mm-hmm. It was their peach when we was out at Tuck and Reg. You had some in the car. Like, you want to try this? Like, hell yeah, <laughs> do I want to try it? Pass that over here. Oh. Yep, this is, uh, I think it's like 50 proof. Yeah, it's 50 proof. It's not bad. It's watermelon. So It's um, a sugar shine, but it's flavored, you know. Yeah, post-flavor. Dis- 
Yep. It's all about that, all about them dollars and cents, man. That's what makes that money in distilleries. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um, so I got some uh, orange corn. So um, last year we got some some corn from our buddy old McDonald out there at Dancing Star Farms in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a corn sitting here and, and you know, I tired of looking at it. So I went out and saw Hooch. I took it to him. I was like, hey, man, there's a 25-pound bag of uh, ground-up orange corn. Do you think? Well, you know, he he took one a page out of my book and he passed it off to Cornbread, <laughs> which is his brother. <laughs> and, uh, so his brother ran it, and then I'm trying it for the first time, man. And, yeah, it's, it's all right, man. It's what did he run that through? Do you know what kind of stuff? Um, he ran it through the Flatlander three jar setup. So did he? It's, yeah, it's it's real smooth and and almost flavorless. You know, yeah. Which, but you know, it's. That orange is different, you know. It's different than the the bloody butcher. It's different than your your regular yellow corn. It's just I kind of like it, man. So cornbread, if you listen to this, well done, hooch. Well done, passing the buck, bro. I'd have done the same thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, all right, enough about now. Now it's back back to where we was. Back to where we was. Um, so Cyrus, um, how long you been uh, making moonshine? A uh, long time since I was a teenager. That's my first taste of it. I had a an uncle or a great uncle that that did it, and so he would let me watch and help some. And I got to spend some time with him in the summer, and that's that's when I would be helping him as much as I could. You know, that was the that was the the first of it, and then. Did it went a while without doing it, and then got back into it, and then uh, a few years back started trying to teach other people how to do it. So. Yep, there's every, there's so much information out there, good, bad. You know, that's like yep. I always tell people, I'm like, if you're listening online, you really got to take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, you know, because everybody just. Doesn't, I mean, go ahead. Here's what I think about it. Like, there's a shitload of different ways. I'm sorry. About What's going on? There's a. Uh, oh, you're not. Uh, you say what you want, man. It's explicit upload. So, okay. You, you cuss all you want. So, uh, there's just a thousand different ways to do it, you know? And who am I to judge if someone else's way is better or worse than my way? And. So I just, what I do is I teach the things that I know and learn. You know, I'm always learning new stuff and I'll, I'll share that. But what I have got good at is getting somebody who's never made a run before and getting them through their first run. And that's kind of what I specialize in. It's kind of what I focus on. The Still in the Clear YouTube channel is the focus is towards the brand new shiner someone wanting to get into it, you know, help them figure out what tools they need to help them figure out how to build some equipment and choose a still and find some easy recipes that they can do and kind of move them from there into more complex stuff. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, it makes total sense. And that's what I preach all the time. Like, look, man, this is how I do it. This yeah. is how I do it for me. Um, I want you to do it. Like you do it your way. And do what's best for you, because what's easy for me might not be the easiest way for you. 
And your way might not be easiest way for me, but I'm going to steal something from what you're doing and, and, you know, and, and make it easier on my way. So, you know, I really like that, you know, you learn, I'm sure you learn an old school way from your uncle back in the day and, you know, and, and that's, that's a great way. And I'm sure that's, that's how, um, you know, you gain a lot of knowledge that way, but the, the new guy learning in his apartment on a, on a beaver, <laughs> you know, he's not, he's not going to learn like that. He's going to learn a little different. Yeah. People yeah. now are learning a lot different than people learned 30 years ago. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. a whole ball game now. There's like, uh, you know, the equipment is even different. The, the advancements in the tools that we use, the equipment that we use, uh, that's available to the home distiller now that wasn't available back then, you know. The the easily accessibility of knowledge. Yes. Yeah. That's a big deal. That, that is such the difference than even five years ago. Even five years ago, that big giant wealth of knowledgeability just wasn't there for you to go and, and talk to somebody, you know, like, right. like, like at any time now uh, there's 30 people you could hit your look right up in your phone book and, and be like, Hey man, um, this guy does this. I'm going to ask him how I do that. Or, or, um, you know, this guy don't know how to run liquor anymore. So I don't ask him anything. Wink, wink, Sean. Um, I don't blame you. And, <laughs> and, you know, it's like, it's just so different nowadays as opposed to being like, well, um, my uncle knows somebody three hollers over. We're going to go over and see if mm-hmm. we can talk to them about it. And, and you know, and they don't want to give you all their, uh, all their Secrets. information. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's definitely, it's a lot different now. It's a lot more sharing and a lot more openness yeah. with it. Right. And you know, that's, that's a blessing and a curse in one, because mm-hmm. if you like take me, for example, learning the way I learned, I learned one way and it was the only way if you asked yep. my, you know, and so there was no confusion about uh, this process and that process. And, and like there was one way to do it and that was it. And that's all that's all I learned. Of. But now when people get online and they start searching things, they can get overwhelmed with the amount of easily and some of it contradicts each other. Mm-hmm. You know, get confusing for a new person. Really quick. And that's, uh, you know, that's with the still in the clear channel and the podcast, that's what we try and overcome is, is that we try and break everything down to really simple, basic step-by-step here it is, you know, and hopefully that helps people um, not be as confused as it can be. Yeah, so in case anybody wondering uh, the, the dog FX in the background, that's courtesy, Sean, that's peaches. Becker raising yeah. hell about something. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, we didn't edit, we didn't cut that in there. So, but, but you know, that's, you see, and that's great, man. Especially with YouTube. That's what you, uh, that's what I always say YouTube's for, man. It's for step by step, easily walk me through it. And um, that was one of the reasons why we invented our YouTube channel was, hey, man, stuff's too hard. It's too difficult. Yeah. And when, when you're beginning and you like, used to think it was real hard to make wine. You know, I make used to think making wine was hard or even liquor was even harder. And it's like it it shouldn't be like that. If you can show people, hey man, it's easier than you think it is. And then they're more likely to give it a shot. And then you know, just yeah. like it, when it comes to making alcohol, man, once you do it one time, you're hooked. <laughs> you're hooked, you know, it's it's in your blood. 
you're 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 an alcohol producer you know you're a shiner you feel mm-hmm. like you, you feel like you've made it you know you, you had that first run underneath your belt and and you're off and running and you just, it's all you want to do and and so like for a lot of people when they first get into it man it's like you know they're running every other day every fermenting and fermenting and running and 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 I think some people burn themselves out pretty quick doing that. But you know, hey man, if it's what you enjoy, then then let's get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> right, and it is that you know you also feel like you've now become part of this uh, family, this community. You know, yeah, it's a big deal. Like our our moonshine for beginners group that we have on MeWe, there's somebody every week making their first run in that group you know and there's a lot of pride they're they're feeling a lot of pride because they're making their first batch and then the group as a whole is feeling a lot of pride because we feel like as a family we help them get there you know and it's a lot of fun and and i I, I, all day long you know um, i get so many messages through facebook Mm -hmm. so many messages through facebook hey it's the first time Um, i'm doing this i'm having this problem and it's like it's like, hey, man, and then a lot of them are like, man, I hate, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm bothering you, I keep asking you, I feel like these are dumb questions, it's just like, look, man, you're asking the same questions that I would have asked if I had somebody to ask when I first started, That's so, right. you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grateful and I'm honored that you're asking me, and I can tell you um, what I think, and, and, you know, you're you're listening to what I think, you know, which it's really surprises me because I'm dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's a, they're all the same questions everybody asks. With uh-huh. the beginners group, the new people that come into that group that start asking questions, they're asking the same questions we've answered over and over and over. Yeah. You know? and, and there's nothing wrong with that. We're happy to do it. Uh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, some of these groups where they get to where they're like, oh, that question gets asked four times a day. Go look it up. Go. It's like, man, just answer the man's question. You know, yeah, it takes no it time. Asked. Yeah. It's what the, like, <clears throat> y'all were in the, uh, if y'all were in the forums today, that's what it was like. I mean, it's hard to get information. Yeah, I remember the old forums and. Because that and, was what you would get. They would say, uh, go look it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Google it. Google it. It's like, I don't want to Google it and get so much conflicting information that I have no idea what's going on. <coughs> I just want somebody to tell me what they think and then I can go from there. Yeah. Well, and that's the same thing on Facebook. When you ask a question in a group that's got 50,000 people in it, you know, like Cyrus said, you'll have a good answer. You'll have a good answer. That's done another way or you'll have an answer. That's you can yeah. tell the guy's not real sure about it. <laughs> and then you'll have, you'll, have, you'll have 300 asshole answers that you have to, you have to divulge through. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It comes to task sometimes. Um, but anyways, so um, what's your favorite thing to make, Cyrus? Well, I'll tell you this, this past year, because, because the YouTube channel has started taking off and I've tried to make more and more content. I've made more different recipes this year than probably every year combined previous to this year all the different recipes that I've done. Been there. (laughs) And so I kind of, I'm kind of liking just trying new shit. Like I don't really have a favorite, uh, a favorite one to make now because I'm just trying all this different stuff. We're getting two new steels. It's going to allow us to do some different stuff. And like, 
know, that's that's the fun part for me now. Um, before it was uh, corn liquor and bourbon. Okay. Yeah. So, Pretty. what's your favorite thing to drink? Bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah. Or whiskey in general, but I, I like the bourbons mostly. Okay. And I haven't bought any at the store, and I don't, I can't even tell you the last time I bought some. Yeah, no sense in doing that unless it's vodka from uh, Sugarlands, right, Ian? That's right. I only buy vodka from Sugarlands. <laughs> I, I got like cases of it stacked up. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would too. I was showering it one day. Yeah, <laughs> I fill up a kiddie pool this spring. You know. <laughs> It's such high quality. I only use it to clean stuff with. You know? So, Cyrus, do you um, do you use a, a a doubler or do you uh, double pot distill or do you run a tower? Or? Most of the stuff. So, I've got a I've got a single pot um, still and with no no thumper. I've got a a column steel, one of the modular ones that, you know, I can add reflux and things to. Um, and then we've got, oh, we built a keg steel with uh, just a standard column. Right now it's not even adaptable, but I'm going to, I'm going to make some new things for that. And then uh, we're getting a, a, an Olympic steel which I'm pretty excited about. Never, I've never ran one of those. And then uh, I'm getting a new steel with a thumper that's going to have the infusion chamber. Because nice. I, I quit using thumpers quite a while back, but now I'm excited with those infusion chambers. Now I want to get back into it. <laughs> yeah, yep. those infusers are nice. They definitely change things. That's what I was um, thinking. It's like, man, that totally changes the way you'd run a thumper. Like it does. It does. Like I'm, I want to get back in. <laughs> I ran a, I did a 50 gallon run of banana brandy right before the jam. And dude, I swear that my last jar at a hundred smelled and tasted as good as my first jar at, at 155, just from being able to just keep putting that flavor and smell and everything right. that you want throughout your run. It, it, it's a game changer for sure. It's one of those things that, um, you know, it's here to stay, and there ain't no going back, kind of like a bypass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it ain't came here. It ain't staying here, son. I promise you that. It ain't been here. <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's it's cool to it's cool to be a part of and witness things that are, that are you know, they're, they're game-changing or revolutionary to how moonshine is made and, and, and to be a part of it, you know, and and when, when it started and, and to know and experience the actual changes that you get with it is, you know, it's, it's cool to be a part of. Yeah. The innovations, you know, I was talking <clears throat> to uh, Alan Bishop. Uh, I, I did a show with him and he was saying that most of the innovations he sees in the commercial distilling world come from home distillers, which mm -hmm. surprised me. I believe it. But uh, yeah, he said there's not very much innovation happening commercially. It's all happening in garage. Well, you know, they yeah, well, they, they all have they're all set. They all have, know what they have to do to make their money. They have quotas to fill and contracts to fill. Whereas guys at home, 
like us, you know, we're figure just, things out. You know, we're like, like you, you're experimenting with new stuff. We're trying new things. We're bored. You know, mm-hmm. we're bored. So, well, so you and, know, and you know, and 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 it's there's almost like a competition, an unspoken competition of who could come up with the next new cool thing, who can drop this next new cool thing, and, and it's just all about innovation and this and that, and 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 then you know, a lot of guys, we're all tinkers and we like to like to improve things. So like, you know, we see something and we're like, how can we make that better? And if we can make it better, then it makes it better for the community in whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you can't... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Right. And <clears> as, a, <throat> as a home distiller, you know, we have small setups, so it's easier for us to innovate and pivot mm-hmm. and change. I guess those commercial guys, like you said, they it's not easy for them to change gears. Yeah. And, you know, our fails, it costs us not a whole lot of money. <laughs> you know, we didn't fail, try and fail on a thousand gallons. You know, most yeah. people failed on five to 15 gallons. And it's like, oh, I can eat that. I can rerun it. But, yeah, you know, yeah. if you fail on a thousand gallons at a big distillery, that's some money. That's some money. So, you know, it's, and it's just, Everything comes from the garage, man. All the big innovations. It's people that, you know, we're, everybody's trying to figure out the next cool thing, you know, and how can I make this better and make it easier on myself? Usually for me, I'm trying to figure out how to make it easier because easier is lazier. (laughs) And I want to do as little work as possible, but, you know, you do what you can. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's efficiency too. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not just being lazy. It's like all, all I have are, the evenings or a weekend or maybe some maybe someone even only gets one day off a week they got one day to do yeah, something yeah got to keep it as you know as simple and easy as they can keep it just to be able to be in the hobby that's from now on man sean i'm efficient i'm not lazy i'm efficient <laughs> i like that my boy <laughs> i never called you lazy I mean... <clears throat> that's what i'm saying from now on like no nah, i'm just being efficient man we good it's the efficient way. Yeah. Kind of like it's, clean, huh? Same deal, right? <laughs> yeah, just like clean. So, that's awesome. Um, uh, biggest pot you ever ran? Uh, 50. Nice. Is that Smallest a pot you ever ran? That, oh. that, was, that was my steel. But, I mean, I've, I've ran other steels with other people that were larger. Yeah. Uh, the smallest is this... Uh, seven gallon that i or eight gallon from mile high is now, it a milk can mm-hmm. that's yep. what i started out on was an eight gallon from mile high with a uh stainless tower on it as it had one of the rubber bungs on top no they've uh they've changed their design since then but uh it, it doesn't have the ru- rubber bung on it and it's cop the column is copper so okay so, nice it's come so a long you- way since 1937 sean when you got your first still yeah back when i ran yeah that was a while back when they were running those bungs in the top and the, uh, yeah about about 1906 <laughs> <laughs> so, <This all. laughs> uh, so i noticed you um when you know your channel on uh tiktok came up you know and you started making videos um <clears throat> seems like over the past six <clears throat> months you have uh really it seems like you divulged into TikTok really hard over the past three to six months. Is that? Yeah. Does that uh, sound? 
I started that account like, well, created it. Actually, someone created it for me like six months ago, and I didn't do anything with it for like three months. And then I decided I was going to do more with it about three months ago. So I've, I've tried to uh, do something with it every day, not necessarily uh, make a video, but I'm involved in the community. I chat with people and, you know, things like that. And, uh, yeah, and I'm sure you noticed that um, when you came into the community, it was it was easily accepted, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, accepted easily and a lot, uh, everybody's willing to help. And and, um, you know, and we're all just here. It, it's quick. Right. You know, it, it's easy. It, you can be accepted as quickly as you could be shunned. And, but it's amazing how um, even though you're not a new shiner, you know, you've been doing it a lot longer and most people, uh, but even when you come into the community, you're, you're still a new guy. You know, it doesn't matter if you've been shining for or for one year or a hundred years. You came into the, you come into this new community. You're a new guy in this community, and you just, you know, you just do your thing and and let yourself prove it yourself. And um, and you know, and it's 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 really cool when uh when you could step into something and even though it makes you feel like a new guy again, you know, it makes you feel like the freshman coming in, even though you, even though you got, you got a little experience to you. So, you know, you you can't just jump in and be like, here I am. This is me. Like, you know, you gotta get your feet wet. You gotta feel it out make friends with the right people. And, and, you know, and just let your work speak for itself. And then, and then once that happens, you know, everybody, it sees it, you know, and they're like, all right, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And, and, I just, I think that I, I really enjoy the Shine Talk community a lot more than I yeah. ever have the Facebook I, community. So. Yeah, that, and it, you know, you get over there, and like you said, it's pretty welcoming. Like right off the bat, and plus you got the sticker trade going on and all that, and I was like, "What is this?" You know, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to get some stickers made. I still haven't got any stickers. <laughs> don't don't worry, Sean. I'll get us some still talking stickers made, so you ain't got to do no work. No, I got you. You sit over and be efficient. <laughs> I got it, man. Well, if that's so, the case, <laughs> that's always the case. What are you talking about? <laughs> Need you to be down here at work about seven a.m. in the morning. Oh, that definitely ain't happening. So. I don't know. I seen what you do, man. I'm. <clears throat> I could do that. I only got a week or two. Then I'll be doing less. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible, but <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Cyrus, um, he he approached. He he messaged me. Um, he's got this um, thing going on. Uh, moonshine classes. Um, we'll let him take over and talk about this. Uh, yeah, you know, he told me about it. You know, it's a great idea. It's awesome. Um, I'm, you know, he'll do good things with it, and I'll just let him uh, tell you about what he's got going on, and and you know, the real reason why he's here, <laughs> besides to hang out with me and Sean. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's called Moonshiners Academy. It's a website, moonshinersacademy.com. And so the the progress of how I how I ended up with Moonshiners Academy, I'll just I'll try and make it a, a short story. But my first I'll make my, it as long as you want, man. Yeah, <laughs> we got time to fill. Do you think? Well, here's the progression of, of my movement in uh, teaching moonshine. So 
I have a website called Off Grid Maker, and it's all about living off grid and stuff because my wife and I live off grid. And I just write articles about that, or I did. I haven't in a while. But anyway, I had made this commitment to myself that I was going to write one article on that website every week, no matter what. And a week came that I didn't have shit to write about, but I was making a mash. I thought, well, I'll just, you know, this kind of like, this is, this has to do with living off grid and stuff like that, being self-sufficient. So, so I wrote an article about that mash and it blew up. And to this day, it still accounts for like 90% of the traffic to that website, that one article does. And so I ended up daily people commenting on that article asking questions so i'm at every day answering questions on that article and so i thought man well, maybe there's there's more people interested in this than i thought and so i created the moonshine for beginners group over on MeWe as a way for people to go over there and talk with each other and ask each other questions and things like that basically to kind of take some of the load off because i was so busy answering all those questions and so I did that and then I when we created that moonshine for beginners group realized that we were having the same questions all the time same questions getting asked by the people new to the hobby and so I thought I'm going to create this podcast <laughs> just to be able like a, a, a short form content podcast eight to 15 minutes per episode where I can just tackle one of those questions each week. And so I mm -hmm. created the podcast. And then from there, I thought, you know, a visual would be good because I can do some how-to stuff with a visual. So then I created the YouTube channel. And then I realized that I was getting asked a lot of questions on the YouTube channel that I had already answered in other videos. So in my in my head, I was thinking everybody has watched all my videos when they come to my channel, which is not odd because nobody watches everybody's videos, you know. And so then I realized what we need is a step-by-step -step course so, so that someone has the issue of not finding the right information at the right time. A lot of times people jump in and they're, they're learning about you know, starch conversion, and they don't even know what PPG is and all kinds of things. So the people, when you just get on the internet and start searching stuff, you just end up learning information in all kinds of uh, orders that are incorrect. Like there is a, it's better for you to learn things in steps and get information in a step-by-step -step progressive kind of manner. Yeah, so, not everybody learns the same. So, you know, it's yeah. just, it makes yeah. sense. And yep. so I thought that uh, a course would be good about <clears throat> how I was going to kind of incorporate that. Uh, I tried doing um, uh, playlists on YouTube. I thought that would solve the problem, but it really didn't. And so uh, we came up with the idea of uh, Moonshiners Academy so that someone can go and pick their course and they'll get all the information for the goal of whatever that course is. Like for example, my first course is for the person who hasn't even ran, made their first run yet. So if somebody takes this course, by the end of it, they will be sipping on their own whiskey. You know, it's that's the guarantee of the course. If you haven't made anything yet and you, you're confused about all the information that's out there, take this course. 
five modules, 14, 15 different lessons and take them in order. And by the end, you're sitting there with yep. your own jar of whiskey. Now, so, are, do you have it to where they can ask you questions along the way? Like if. And so the structure is set up. First of all, each lesson has different downloads, you know, worksheets, cheat sheets, things like that in, in, in the various lessons where it's needed. And also I've created a space where they can ask direct questions um, and get direct answers. So it's, a, it's an asynchronous message space. Uh, it's kind of, think texting, but with video. So I can just get on my phone with a video and, and send you a text in video format or audio format if I want. I can send you a picture of like, if, if I'm having a problem with my mash, I can videotape it and say, look, you know, what's this white stuff on top, you know? And then I can just message you right back. Say, yeah, don't worry about it. It's like, no, whatever. But right. that, so that is attached to uh, any of the courses that, um, that you get. There will be a space for that course. And also I set up in this first course, I'll be on call. If you schedule with me the day that you're going to make your run or the day that you're going to make your mash, I'll be on call. And if you run into any problems, you just hit me up and I'm right there. And yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, I think I think that'll be really beneficial to a lot of people. At least, you know, I'll do that for as long as I can. I don't know if it, I, it depends on how many people buy the courses. I guess <laughs> I might have to hire people to be on call. So, have you launched it yet, or is this something that you're? No, I launched it uh, last Sunday. It's live now. It, see, okay. he was he was supposed <clears> to be <throat> on last Sunday, but we was off because Sean was sick. So it was yeah, going to coincide pretty which, good. <laughs> well, it's it's better that it worked out this way because I had some kinks that I had to work out, and I I actually signed up uh, a bunch of uh, what I call the founding students, and they all mm -hmm. went the course and they got back with me and told me what wasn't working what was glitchy what was messed up and what i needed to fix and and so we went through all that process this past week and uh it's turned out really good at least i think yeah. i think so and they'll also there'll be free courses like they're not all paid courses some of them will just be free courses and i, I call those guides just a yeah. simple guide, like uh, the one I have on there right now, which is the free guide, is how to choose your steel. Like if you haven't even bought a steel yet, and you don't know, you know, you're you're shopping for steels, and there's a million different kinds, and you don't even know if you want copper or stainless or reflux or pot steel, or you haven't even figured all that out. Well, I've got a guide that that takes you through uh, four different questions to get you to the point where okay, this is the kind of steel you want, and then. Here's a page of all the kind of steels you can get that are in this category that fits what it is you want to make. So everything about the, the academy is what I'm what I'm trying to do is just help get people into the hobby. That's my goal. Yep. As many people shining as I can, because ultimately, if we can make a whole bunch of shiners, they're going to have to change the laws eventually. Yeah. Well, see, that, and, and that's what, you know, I feel like that's great that you're doing that because... You know, you can't teach everybody to be uh, a professional. You know, you got to let them take off. You know, once you learn the basics, then they can learn to do whatever else they want and exactly. go whichever direction they want to go. 
Exactly. Yeah. Because <clears throat> some of the most fun you have in this hobby is all the experiment. But you yeah. can't do that on your first run. You need something <laughs> proven, you know? Yeah. Yep. Hell, I think it took me a good while before I could run something that was worth drinking. <laughs> I mean, but, honestly, yeah. <clears throat> for a decade, I ran only one. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, I was taught that there nothing else was considered moonshine. If it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't corn liquor. <laughs> oh, it wasn't real moonshine. <laughs> yeah. That's just kind of the old timer saying that, you know, but so, yeah. So are you, so when it comes to yeast, are you real particular about that? Or are you a bread yeast guy? Do you like distiller's yeast or? So I, I like a daddy yeast. Well, for what I do now, which is teaching beginners, I like a daddy yeast because I call daddy yeast the Glock of the yeast world. Like it, it will go, you know, you're not going to have a bunch of problems. It's not finicky. It wants to do the job that it was designed to do like a Glock. You know, it doesn't care what kind of ammo you put in it. Doesn't care. Just get the job done. And so I like daddy for that purpose. And then of course, if I'm making different kinds of things, these are, or high gravity stuff, I want to switch up and, there's some other yeast labelins and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that daddy um, is real good for beginners. Like, like you said, that shit will ferment anything. <laughs> yeah. It'll ferment anything. So as long as, as long as you're not trying to get up there above like 13, 14% with your ABV, it's going to do it. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, we never recommend that high for, especially 10%. For yeah. You know, like get you 10%. You'll be glad you did. Right. Oh yeah. So, like um, are you a conversion man? You add sugar? Uh, do you do both? I do all of it. I do all of it because you know, uh, like I said, I'm teaching people. So, for the beginners just starting out, I want to do sugar wash. That's the easy way to go. Uh, yep. And then ease them into uh, the grain. Uh, malted grain conversion, you know, do some liquid enzymes, um, do some, ha- do, do a high temp enzyme with a, a malted grain and, you know, you just ease people into those processes. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple early. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I think a lot of guys, man, if they have too many bad experiences early, then they jump ship pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't know when they decide they want to get into this hobby and they go, you know, I, I, I want to get into this hobby because I'm, uh, uh, you know, I like bourbon and I want to make me a nice bourbon. And well, you've chosen a pretty complex recipe. <laughs> you know, I guess if you're going to come out swinging, man, come out swinging. So, <laughs> you, jump in head first, you know, first few times, which like you said, if you get too many fails under your belt early on, you're just going to give up. So yeah. I would recommend people start with a really simple recipe, which I have one I developed that I've been using for like four years teaching people. It's super simple. It hardly ever fails. And, you know, do this one first. Yep. I always push you know. Uncle Jesse's. Always push Uncle yeah. Jesse's simple okay. sour mash first. Yep. That's a good one. So, yeah, Uncle Jesse's, the Bird Watchers, those are all yeah. good recipes to start with. 
Yep. I call mine the super simple beginner mash is what I call it. Now, what exactly the bird watchers? I know that's a sugar shine, right? Yeah, it's just um, Is that tomato paste? Tomato paste, yeah. Okay, yep. Yep. And so that's kind of what I do. Keep everything as simple as I can keep it. I teach all the formulas, and I teach them in the simplest way that I know how to teach them, you know, so that people can start learning how to calculate their, their, uh, their mash bills, learning the degrees Lintner and the diastatic power and the PPG and all that. And I try to keep it just as simple as I can. Good. And the, the next course is going to be a bourbon course because I did a survey uh, when I was launching um, and I had about 300 people fill out the survey. And when I asked what kind of recipe would you like to see me build a course on, uh, bourbon was the winner. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what most people drink. Most people drink bourbon. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Most people you know, if if I were to sell alcohol, that would probably be a uh, route to go. Oh, as bourbon, so people buy. Yep, you know, it, I don't know. It's just that's what everybody drinks. It seems like. Yeah, it's just it's just popular right now. Like in my mind, like I like, bourbons, but to me, it's just a whiskey. Like other whiskeys, it's just made a certain way. Yeah. You know, but I love yeah, me personally, I don't like wood, but, you know, but that's just me. But I don't know. I just I like tasting what it's made of. You like uh, you like your liquor clear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I can always appreciate good liquor. I mean, whether it's a bourbon, it's. Yeah, whether I like it or I don't, I can appreciate it. You know, I can, I can, you can pick yeah. it out, you can pick it apart a little bit, even if you don't like it, you can still yeah. see the enjoyability of it. Um, sure, yeah, it's kind of like when you're out of beer and someone says, Hey, you want one of these blue ribbons? Yeah, love that. Song. Yeah, man, <laughs> six beers in, sure, why not? Hell yeah, we do. Hey, when the engine's already primed, man, it'll, it'll run off anything. So, <laughs> you don't, you don't get picky, man, especially if it's free. <laughs> that definitely takes it down. You're like, hey, man, I don't care what it is. Pass it over here. So, um, well, before we get out of here, um, uh, let's talk about you paired with Copper Stilco for a raffle. That's yeah. out. That's out. You know, I wanted to bring that up because um, I haven't got to talk about it a whole lot. And I figured since you're here and you got you got with him and you helped kick that off, um, and he talked about it. Adam did talk about it when we had him on. Yeah, on his episode, but that was a while ago. So if you just want to, and it's getting closer to the the draw date. So if you just want to throw that that little bird back out there in everybody's ear, then go I right know. on ahead. Yeah. So uh, me and Adam with Copper Steel Co. and John Miller with Steaky Creek Malt uh, is actually John Miller's idea. He's the one that came to me first and said, "Hey, man, I, we need to help these people over in uh, over in Kentucky, the, the flood victims over there in Kentucky, and." You know, he lives over in that part of the world. And so he saw a bunch of it firsthand and knows a bunch of people affected by it. And so he's like, man, we can, you know, we got to figure out what we can do. And, and uh, I said, well, I know a guy that might want to do something like that, you know, so I got a hold of Adam. And, and so, yeah, Adam's building two different steels to give away. Uh, he's given away a 10 gallon steel and a three gallon steel. And, uh, 
we're raffling them off. Site, if you want to go uh, check it out and buy some tickets, um, the site is copperstillraffle.com. And tickets are five bucks and 10 bucks. Buy as many as you want. It's going to a good cause, and somebody's going to win those steals. So, we Hell might. yeah. Uh, the drawing, I think, is scheduled for December 1st, I think. That's what I heard. Yeah. And, um, He's going to be live TikTok and anywhere he can be live on. I think he's going to be live while he does it. So, what day um, is that? December first, like what weekday? Oh, let me look. Now you know because I mean, if it's a uh, my computer is showing that it is Thursday. Nice, that's a good day. Wednesdays and Thursday evenings are always good for. Um, viewers, so just you know, think about that. Like Wednesday and Thursday evenings <clears> are <throat> always good for viewers. Fridays and Saturdays not so much. Everybody's out getting hammered with their friends or doing stuff with the family. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday nights, man, they're uh, big viewership, big viewers, especially for videos. Hell, you upload a video. Maybe we ought to change the night we're doing this. Then shit. Nah, I mean, we're good. Sunday <laughs> nights where it's at, we're good. We don't have to compete with nobody. You know. It doesn't matter, if, <laughs> you know, if you see the drawing or not. It's not like you have to be watching the live to claim your prize. Yeah. Right. But, you know, if you're watching and you win, you're like, yeah, I won. That's right. <laughs> I know if I if I won, I'm just going to re-raffle it off. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's an awesome uh, idea. So, you know. <clears throat> so, do you like to... Uh... I don't change the subject here. Oh, you're good. I think I think we're past that. We're on on to something else. <laughs> you're good. Um, hold so, on. Before yeah, go ahead. I want to I want to go right back to Moonshiners Academy for one second because I did create a coupon code for your audience. The coupon code is still talk dash twenty. You'll get twenty percent off. So just that's that's for your audience. What is it again? Still talk dash 20. I'm putting it in the put it in the show right now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now go back with what you're saying. So um, when you run for yourself, like if you're consuming the, the alcohol that you're running, do you like to run it all the way down to say 10% and then rerun it? Or do you just stop collecting at 90 proof? So it, it depends if it's a recipe that I've, that I know, and that I've run several times before, I'll usually have a real good idea where I'm going to stop. And I just stop. I don't run it all the way down. And if it's okay. a recipe, then I'll run down, you know, I'll run down to like 60 or so just in case there's something down there. I mean, okay. Recipe that I don't know, then I want to run a little deeper than I normally would just to see if I get surprised by something. Yeah. Okay. I really, you... I wouldn't have a problem with running down to ten or twenty percent and then rerunning tails, you know, faints and all yep. that. I'm usually just too tired. I'm usually just. Why not? <laughs> Some people will take that, run it all the way down like that, and use that sweet sweet water. I believe what Alan calls it. Yeah. And now, uh, I find the sweet water right at right between the hearts and tails so i don't have to run very deep to find yeah 
my understanding of the sweet water, what I, what in my head is, that's some sweet water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before, before I had found that, and it was actually, uh, it was actually old school that was the one that told me that. Before that, I had always thought that sweet water was down around the 20% range, and I had searched for it many times and never found it. Yeah. It was like elusive, but I, I was <laughs> just looking in the wrong spot. Yeah. Yep. So what else you got, Ian? Well, I think that's it. <laughs> they were coming up on 50 minutes, you know. Um, it was a pleasure having you on, Cyrus. Um, you know, I look forward to look forward to, you know, following along, man, because I always follow along and seeing what you got coming up and what's going out. And, and um, you know, I look forward to checking out your, uh, your Moonshiner Academy. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe Sean will use the code and learn how to make liquor. You're damn right. Um, he, he could definitely. He, he definitely needs to learn how to make vodka. You know, I, little, I still ain't made that yet. One time in my life. <laughs> Maybe I, I can talk Greg to doing it here soon. <laughs> I I, sh I should also mention something else that I think people would be really interested in, especially people that know Adam over at Copper Steel Co. Uh, because we're going to have different instructors on these courses like i'm not going to be the only one doing them i'm going to find people who specialize in certain things to do courses because first of all i don't know everything so i there's no way i could teach everything so i'm going to find other people um other people that are going to do courses alan bishop is going to do one for me but adam is going to do a, a steel building course that is going to include a diy copper kit that you nice. that you put together yourself and then his course teaches you how to solder and all that and if you yeah. want to learn how to solder from somebody that's, that's at, yeah adam adam his work is beautiful man it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. it is it's, it's it, work of art like you would think he's been doing it for 60 or 70 years and you you'd think he was an old man doing you know and it's all he's done his whole life and it's definitely um, you can definitely tell that he is a master of his craft and he puts in the effort to in the effort to make sure that it is the top of the best quality that you could you could imagine it could be you know yeah all you have to do is watch one of his live streams that's it yeah that's well, all yeah I check you every time he's on I'm like all right I'm watching <laughs> right. and he's always talking about uh, getting a uh, an apprentice not he doesn't use the word apprentice what is he uh, and I'm going to use the word apprentice, and I just keep thinking, man, I wish I lived up there. I would go. <laughs> I, I thought about moving out there. It rains too much <laughs> up there, though. Hey, yeah, all the time. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to toss that out there. There's going to be other people doing courses all also. Awesome, good shit. Well, Cyrus, man, we appreciate you coming on. It was an honor. Um, you know, I look forward to what you got coming in the future. And if you need anything, anything we can help with, man, just let us know, you know, we're always down to help. Yep. Absolutely. I appreciate and it. So, you know, I guess hope everybody has a great night and we appreciate everybody watching and thanks for your time. And we'll be up on, we'll be up on you on Spotify in about an hour. So if you want to go re-listen on Spotify, we'll be on there. So I hope everybody, <laughs> I hope everybody has a good night and thanks again, That's Cyrus, right. man. It was, it was an honor. So, it's uh, my pleasure, brother. Everybody have a great night. Shine on. Yes, sir. Shine on.
I don't know. 